Welcome to another edition of the Choose Well Program Podcast. I'm Mr. Brown. In this episode, we're talking about resilience, helping our kids have resilience or be resilient. And I had the privilege of sitting down with Dr. Terry Daniels. Dr. Daniels in the building. Uh, I get excited about it. We've worked together for years. But uh, she has got some good insight on, on helping kids build resilience. And, and, and I think she sees the when kids don't have it. And I think we live in a culture today that kids give up too easy. And we as parents want to step in. And we have to be careful stepping in too soon, too early, um, and let them sometimes struggle, which is hard. Believe me, I'm a parent. It's hard to see our kids struggle, but we want them to build that muscle, that exercise, exercise that muscle of resilience so they can be strong one day and fly, you know, like the illustration of the bird, you know, a little. Anyway, uh, check out this podcast. Thanks for joining us. Please visit our website, thechoosewellprogram.com, for more information about what we do. Check out our store. Get a 20% off merch of our, our store merch by using the code oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At checkout, 20% off and limited time. So do it Do it soon. Do it soon. Get a Consider Others shirt, a Choose Well shirt, so we can support the, support the message of choosing well. Because when you make better choices, you live better life. So choose well. And Choose Well continue to watch this episode of the Choose Well Program podcast. One of my favorite videos is this little clip of this guy who's going to play baseball by himself. And uh, he threw the first ball in the air. He went to swing. He said, I'm the greatest hitter in the world. He swung, strike one, missed. Then he picked up the second ball. Threw it in the air. I'm the greatest hitter in the world. He swung. He missed. Strike two. He then puts the bat down for a second. Spits on his hands. I don't know why baseball players do that. He turned his baseball cap around. He took a deep breath. Threw the third ball in the air. Said, I'm the greatest hitter in the world. And the video just depicted it real well. Because then he goes into slow motion. And he swings. And strike three. He sits there. All of a sudden, a smile gets on his face and he says, wow, I'm the greatest pitcher in the world because <laughs> he struck himself out. And I think I think of the video is really about optimism, like being opt being optimist. But that is also to me a picture of resilience. The fact that he kept swinging. Right. <laughs> you know, and he didn't beat himself up for being struck out. He kind of flipped the kind of flipped the script and said, you know what, I may not be the greatest hitter, but guess what? I struck myself out. I must be the greatest pitcher. But I think of the idea of resilience, and I think that's something that is somewhat innate with kids, but it's something they also can build. It's something I think kids have this resiliency about them, but I think we can help them build more resiliency in life. So I'm going to read the definition of resiliency, and, and we're going to talk about this idea of resilience. Resilience, the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. Also, the ability of a substance or an object to spring back into, into shape. Elasticity? There you go. You're close. You're close. Elastic. Elasticity. Yeah, that word. <laughs> so, as we talked before we started, I don't, there's something I don't like about that definition, but you, what do you think about that definition of resilience? It doesn't quite hit it for me either because uh, I think. When I think of resiliency, I think of overcoming something um, and continuing on. And, and because you overcame whatever it was, that difficulty, you're stronger for it. Hmm. That over, the, the ability to overcome it, not only did you get through it, but you became stronger because you overcame it. You became able to better. Continue. You became better after the situation. 
Yeah. I guess when I'm thinking of it as for students or kids to build resiliency, we want them to have that skill. We want them to be resilient. We want them to be strong. And strong, I mean that they don't give up when they're knocked down. Again, we all face difficulties. That's life. We're going to face them at some point. Talking to parents, I think our natural reaction is, is we don't want our kids to suffer. We want it to be easy for them. We want to take that burden away from them. I didn't feel that from my mama. <laughs> well, she built you some resiliency there. Yeah, you- I see it more and more and more. And it, it's maybe in a, in a particular parenting style. Um, I think it's natural we want to protect our kids. That's natural. We want them to be safe. I remember you telling a story, Mr. Brown, about, you know, even with your own kids, it's kind of scary when you let them take that first ride on the bike down the street or, right, you know, you could only go so far down the block and turn around and come back because going past that might be a little scary. And and biking is a great illustration because my kids like bike riding. Just the other day, me and Evan went on a bike ride, just the two of us. And it was so funny watching him just go, like just go. We were going around the, this park here, and he was swerving. I'm like, you know, I'm right, like, ah, right, right, right. You know, but I can't stop him from being adventurous and learning. But he's fallen before, and when he fell, oh, the whole neighborhood heard him cry. Oh yeah, I can I can relate to that. My oldest was that way. I've worked with a lot of kids, a lot of students in my experience, and uh, I I have seen kids be resilient because they've had to be. They've maybe lived in homes where they had to be um, take take charge, maybe be the ones that take care of their siblings or different things going on in their life. And then I've seen homes and parents that have maybe done a lot for their kids out of love, but those kids haven't necessarily developed a high level of resiliency. I find that a little bit sad because... At some point, we have to develop those skills or else life overwhelms you. Right. So I I look at resiliency as, that's what I say, you overcome something difficult, but you also, because of that, become tougher. You build some muscle. Yeah. 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 I think it's an important skill to have, and I would encourage parents to allow their, their kids to build that. So how? I guess that would be if I had to come up with a title of this podcast, how to teach your kids or how to help your kids be resilient. Because you can't really teach them resilience. You can help them and guide them and help them. Well, first of all, don't solve all their problems for them. (laughs) Please do not do that, parents. Do not solve all their problems for them because they will then think, and rightfully so, that their problems will always be solved by other people. That's not probably what you really want for them in the future. You don't want to be solving your son's or daughter's problems when they're 35. <laughs> and they don't want you to either, hopefully. Um, so let them, let them have the ability to solve their own problems. You can give them a little advice. You can guide them, as we've talked about before, but don't solve it for them. Give them options. Ask them questions. Give them options. But here's the deal, Mr. Brown. Sometimes in life, things don't go the way we want. And parents can role model this by 
letting things not always go the way we want. I can tell you, sometimes your kids are not going to get the classes they want. They're not going to get the classes maybe they want when they go to high school. You know, sometimes those classes get filled and then they have to take a different elective or definitely in college. It's a a while. You may be on a waiting list because seniors or juniors need to take that class, particular class before you. And that's just life. And so if, if mom or dad are always demanding that their child is going to get something because they're pushing for it, they're may be some disappointment in the future. And you, you talk about let them learn. I, I wrote down let them fail too, because I remember my mom when I was 18 or 17, 18, 19, whatever it was, I bought my first car myself. And she told me I didn't need to buy that car, but I bought it anyway. So I had a car. I bought it. It was fine. Um, but then I wanted a brand new car. Mm-hmm. I wanted a Honda Accord. And she had a Honda Accord, but I wasn't in the Honda Accord season in my life. But I went out and bought the Honda Accord anyway. I, the money I was making, I was making $27,000 a year. The car cost $27,500. <laughs> Not real realistic. Right, you learned right. real quick, I'll, I bet. You know, when they came to repossess the car, I learned. And I will never, ever forget that. And um, it was a hard, hard lesson for me to learn. And my mom saw it, but I didn't listen to her. I think helping them learn hard lessons can help them build resilience. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, sometimes... It can happen sooner than later, right? right? And hopefully it's not a really big uh, hard lesson to learn as far as like with you, that was a financial lesson. That probably, <laughs> probably, lesson. but you know what? You learned it and yeah. we learn from those mistakes. We learn from those failures. Everyone's going to fail at some point. And, you know, parents, you can protect your kids so long and then they're going to be out on their own. At some point, whether it's when they go to college or, you know, they go in the military or they're getting married or whatever it may be, at some point, they're going to have to face those things on their own. And we hope that when they do, they have resiliency to be able to overcome it and become stronger for it. I guess it would be something for parents to kind of self-reflect. How do you handle when you don't get something you want? Right. Or how do you deal with it when maybe you fall or fail? So the first thing you said was don't solve all the problems. Number two would be model. Model what it means. I would definitely say model it. And do you model it? I guess is what I'm asking parents to just kind of think on. Do you model resiliency for your kids? It'll be easier to model if you recognize how you handle those situations yourself. Anyway, just kind of looking at things and ways we model. I'm thinking, you know, I grew up in a big sports family. When my kids were in sports, it was really big for me. You don't you don't argue with the ump or the referee. Hmm. You don't do that, right? They may make a bad call. And I'll tell you, both my boys became referees, like when they were in <laughs> high school and college. And, and sometimes there's bad calls, but you don't argue with them, right? And so I think back on, um, I was an athletic director for a while in the district and also in the county that I was working in. And and sometimes parents, are you modeling that for your own kids? Because you want your kids to be respectful, right? Mm-hmm. Just just those little things to think about. But resiliency is being able to uh, overcome those difficulties and be tougher, stronger for it. So that when you 
come up against the next challenge, you're able to handle it. And I like that idea of building muscle. I mean, if you never let your kid lift a weight, he's ever going to have the muscle. It may be hard to see him, you know, try to lift that weight. But if he never lifts the weight, will he ever be able to lift the weight? Exactly. And I think you got to help them build that muscle of dealing with disappointment. I, I like this book called Do Hard Things. I think we need to bring bring up a generation who's willing to do hard things. Right. And not have everything done for them. Because honestly, I think... I feel there's some entitlement to this generation. Like I'm entitled to things just because I show up, just well, because we, I'm here. Well, and I agree. We talked about in another podcast about anxiety, right? And how it's normal to feel these things. And if we if we coddle that from our kids and, and let them think something's wrong with them, that they feel this, it's kind of the same thing with that weight. If you continually go over and lift that weight for your child because you're helping them, right? they haven't ever developed the muscle to lift that weight. So same thing with resiliency. They need to be able to lift that weight on their own. You can be right there. So like if they're going to drop it at first, you don't want it to hit their toe. Exactly. Right. (laughs) But, but at some point, what would happen if it hit their toe? Their toe might break, probably would. But they'd learn. But they'd learn just like you with that car. Right. And I think, you know, at some point our kids, if they're like, if the people listening, their kids or your kids are like mine, I can do it, Daddy. I can do it. At some point, they want to try and do things, especially because my son watches me all the time. Like, I didn't realize how much he watches everything I do. And so he'll watch me long enough, and now he feels he can do it. Like, even taking a screw out of his little car, like, to take the little screw out to put the new battery in. I can do it, Daddy. Why? Because he's watched me so much. And if he tries and he fails, guess what? He's not a failure. He's trying. He's going to learn. Mm-hmm. But I got to be willing to do that so we can build that muscle. And so I guess we've talked about two ways to, the parents can help. And we're kind of already talking about why it's important. Like, have you seen the results of kids not learning resiliency? Have you seen some of that in, in, in your, your experience? Yes, I have. And what ends up happening is think of movies where this happens. And we all probably feel sorry for the child in the movie when this happens. But you don't want to necessarily be a a kid in middle school or high school that doesn't have that resiliency and falls apart in front of their peers. Hmm. Yeah. Right? We don't want our children to feel that they can't accomplish something and then have a temper tantrum or, you know, meltdown in front of their peers. They also, I can guarantee you, don't want their moms coming to school solving it for them. (laughs) And I have seen that happen. I have a friend, and uh, if she's listening to my podcast, you know I love you dearly. Um, But her son was engaged, and the girl broke it off. And she, mom, went over to that girl's house and confronted her. Bad move, mom. Bad Mm. move. Because what does that look like? And I know she was upset and she wanted to, you know, stand up for her son. But her son didn't need her to intervene in that situation, even though she felt like she needed to say something. Just remember, not it's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about us fixing it for them. Sometimes we have the best intentions and we've made it worse. I remember even being in school and this, I, it was like third grade and um, still friends with the, the boy that this happened to. Uh, we get together every so often and so we can joke about it and talk about it. But it was devastating for him. 
another kid punched him on the playground. You know, it was not okay. But the mom came in and yelled at the other boy in front of everyone in the class. Terrible, terrible thing that happens. But it happens. I've had parents where I've had to say, you need to leave campus now because you can't come on and yell at another (laughs) person's child. But we know, we remember that. We were all like in third grade and we remember that his mom came into the classroom and yelled at this other boy and he was devastated. So the mom was trying to stand up for her kid and that's admirable, but that doesn't build resiliency and actually probably backfires on your good intentions. So parents, I would just say, think about that. It's our natural, especially as mamas, we want to, you know, be the mama hen and protect our little chicks, but we got to let them, we got to let them experience life, even when it may be a little tough for us to watch. That, that goes back to the video I made about give them space to grow, give them space to grow into themselves. And I don't know if the story is true or not, because I'm, I don't, I'm not a farmer. I've never seen this happen, but I remember hearing a story growing up about a, a chicken coming out of the egg. And they told us never to, if we see, if we come across, you know, a bird trying to come out of the egg and never to help it. Because the bird needs to use its muscles mm-hmm. to peck itself out of the shell so it gets strong enough to be able to fly. That is exactly true. And so I think about that when it comes to building resilience. You see your kid struggling, let them go through the let them build that muscle so they can one day fly. And for some of you parents, get out your house. No. <laughs> but we, like I said before, we want to help to love, lead, and launch our kids. We want Absolutely. to launch our kids. In order for them to launch and be successful in life, we got to help them build some resiliency, build some muscle to deal with the difficult things. And the one thing I didn't like about this definition that, that we looked up on a dictionary was it talked about the word quickly. Like, I don't think, you know, overcoming things has to be so quick all the time. It says the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. I don't think it has to be quickly. I think it just needs to be recovering. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be able to go through, get through tough stuff so you can build that muscle and continue to grow. I would say, parents, we give our kids two things. We give them roots and we give them wings. Hmm. Okay, so you're giving them that foundation, but you also want to give them those wings to fly so part you can't of that fly for them. You can't fly for them. And if you crack that little egg, they're not going to have the strength to do it themselves. Resiliency is helping them to do it themselves and gain that strength through the process. Even if they don't want to do it sometimes. Most of the time, they're not going to want to do it. You know why? Because it's easier if mom and dad do yeah. it. It's easier. It's easier in the short term, but not the long term. Absolutely. So let them fly. So they can get out your house. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> give them roots, but give them those wings. You'll yeah. want them to leave someday, I promise. Right. Uh, you want them to leave, but be successful. Help them to build resilience and help them to do hard things so um, they can grow and be the best people they can be. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Tuesday Program Podcast. We talked about resilience. Hey, join us for another episode. If you got an idea, you got a topic you want us to talk about that we haven't talked about yet, or we can revisit, visit TuesdayProgram.com. And leave us a message. Tell us what you think about the show. If you're watching us on YouTube, leave a comment in the comment section. We'd love to continue the conversation because it's all about choices. We believe this. When you make better choices, you will live a better life. And our desire is to help schools have better school cultures one choice at a time. So join us for the next episode of the Choose Well Program podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh.